to your butts. Aaron, what movie? Jurassic Park. Hey, what movie? Hold on to your butts. You mean it's not the land before time? What? I know that's your favorite movie. The land They're before time. They're remaking it now. Oh god. Yes, they are. Yes, they're remaking it. The Land Before Time is You said, oh, gross. Really? That's your favorite movie? No, it's not. Jurassic Park is my favorite movie. You can stop at any time. Are you just happy that you can mention that you can say the names? To me? Because there's a brontosaurus in that movie. Before time has a brontosaurus in it. It's already inaccurate, so it's got a brontosaurus. Don't be hating on the brontosaurus. Why are you whispering, sir? They can't hear you when you whisper. Oh, they might be. Land before time sucks. They might be because we have we have Mike Mike one. Why does it suck here? It's a cute children's movie. Oh, is it now? No, it's not. It's dumb. It's a cute movie. That makes it good. I didn't say it was good. I just said it was a cute children's movie. I don't even care that it was, uh... What's his name? Bluth? Don Bluth. Yeah. Hey, Don Bluth is good, man. I like Have you watched The Last Unicorn yet? No, I like his style of animation, but I don't keep telling everybody to watch The Last Unicorn. It's like, no, I don't. Deals with more like adult themes, more so than like the secret man. I have the book. Or what Don Bluth? I think he also did uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. I haven't seen that either. Dude. Because my you daughter. Guys are sad said, when it comes to the listen. Movie my daughter said I don't want to watch a movie about dogs dying. Why not? She was little and she didn't want to watch that. So. Make so. her watch that shit anyway. <laughs> what, what do we call that? Is that what is that? What is that called when you make kids do shit that they don't want to do and it Parenting? causes them no 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 causes them pain and real pain and, and it makes them upset? Tough love! That's where it is. Tough love. No. <clears throat> Tough love is good. It's good for you. We all need Oh thank you for that. We all need to That was really bright in my face. Right. We're tapping down a bit. That way, that way. It's not, Look it's I have not so contrast bright. today. Uh-huh. I'm not pale. You do? Pale. You have contrast? Yeah, I have a different color shirt than my skin. That's <laughs> always your complaint. Really? What's Dude. that on the horizon? <laughs> I know. Really? Is that a sun over there next to your shoulder here? Bright light? Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. Here we are, live at 9.55. Nice and early. Yeah, I have to go to the mall. That's why we're early? Yeah. Your child is not even awake. So? I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if she's not gonna be awake for a while because like I said earlier, when I got up at three this morning, the people behind us were still wild and high. Well, you know what? They weren't wild. They're just high. No, I don't no. think they were high either because they were all sitting. Oh, before when we went to bed. There was bed, no movement. They, no, were, they were just sitting. When we went to bed, they were all sitting. Well, when I said, let's go to bed, they were all up and around. and But they had on some awful, horrible 
house techno type king. It was a dubstep. Is that what King called it? It just reminded me of when Laura and I lived together, and her ex would come in and blast that crap over our music. I thought he listened to Cher. No, he did the house Cher. techno crap, what? and then. I thought he listened to Cher. No. They, wasn't he like big into like 80s and rock and Cher. I remember Cher distinctly. Not from him. There's always house techno bullshit over our Snoop. That's just wrong. But in the front, the, the people Sound in the like front. Sound like y'all just needed more powerful speech. Snoop, or I'm sorry, the people in the front were partying from like mid-afternoon until well after midnight. The people behind us started at about 7 o'clock-ish, and it was like a battle of the horrible music. Oh, God. That's a battle. Okay, we were stuck in the middle, and I couldn't. We call this musical crossfire. I couldn't even hear Sabrina. Crossfire. Yeah, that's that's a magic little thing called headphones. Yes, but not when you're watching with someone else. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was wearing my headphones this morning. Still heard them. Yeah. And I was listening. I mean, I was wasn't watching a movie or anything with loud stuff. It was just a podcast. But, but. Yeah, I went. I went downstairs and. I don't even know what time it was, but I went downstairs and started watching uh, Corridor, and I couldn't even hear them. I just drowned it out. I went downstairs, and they were louder downstairs than they were up yeah. here. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was louder in the kitchen. It was loud downstairs. Yep. But what was the what was going on? What I, was the thing? I think out front, it was a birthday party. I don't know what the hell it was behind us. But when I say behind us, folks, I really mean, like, here is the window... We can... Less than 10 feet. We could probably pass a cup of sugar. <laughs> you ain't pass no cup of sugar. <laughs> we you could probably that. pass to their laundry room. You ain't you ain't pass no cup of sugar. So it ain't be, that. It wouldn't be much of a pass if you more of a, here, take this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think it was, I think it's about 10 feet between our window and their I mean, window. We can look down and see their laundry room. Yeah, they're like... But we also look down and see into their... Their dining space. Dining room. Like yeah, this yeah, area. Because the window's right. But anyway, they can see into your that bedrooms. Great. That was awesome. That was awesomeness. So. Yeah, it was really bad. At one point, I was like, come on, I can't even do this anymore. <laughs> Aaron could drown out most of the sound with his fan in his room. Well, see, my thing is, I didn't even hear... I went to bed at, what, 7? 7.30? Yeah, 7, yeah, about 7.30. And it was still light out, and I barely heard the people... Where our window is on the front, this side, that side. Yeah. And I barely heard them. And after just a few minutes, I heard nothing from anybody except for Karen's story. I, I that heard wasn't that. What? Oh God. You in the sn- I don't snore. I purr loudly. What? That's a <laughs> damn lie. <laughs> I purr with the force of 10,000 kittens.
that 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 goes up there. I, I don't fart. I poop. That no, yeah. hell no. Neither thing is Delicate true. Lace. That's yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, lace made from like Brick. stainless steel. <laughs> stainless <laughs> steel lace. Light is chainmail. Right. Whatever. Butterfly wings. Butterfly wings of what? <laughs> No, what is that? What are you describing right now? Because nobody knows what that is. The release of air. You talking about when you fought? (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Whatever! I pooped. Pooped my ass! (laughs) No, no, there, no, hell no. No way. You could clear out the complex. No. Yes. No. If you just went outside, let the wind take it, like in Chernobyl, <laughs> let the wind take that shit, you clear out the whole hill. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so what you got this week? You got anything good for the people this week, outside of the fact that you have to get your glasses fixed? Yeah, my glasses. My glasses. That I just bought. The the nose piece keeps falling off. And this morning Aaron scratched my lens. Sir. I you know, I didn't need to fix your glasses. I I actually said you should just wear them like this. I couldn't. It's because if you because you might lose the the screw. No, it's painful. I can't. Uh, that, that I suggested. You did. Suggest. And while trying to fix it, you slipped. The screw touched the lens. That's why you wear plastic frames. I tried to find plastic frames, but they didn't have any that were not really big. But you want plastic, the plastic nose piece thing? Yeah, that's what I yeah, prefer. Because I hate. So why didn't you I get it? it? Because I just said things. they didn't have any that were the the lenses weren't so big. Okay, look, you need fucking Coke bottles. Why not get Coke <laughs> bottles? No, you can have a small frame, yeah. but the frames were big. Right. I don't want Why big. didn't you go ahead and get the Coke bottles? No. That's what you're looking through? I'm not going back to the 80s. Shit, trying to hide, trying to hide how you look. You know you got wearing Coke bottles. Wearing 2019 Coke bottles. They nice and slim look. They sure are. <laughs> but guess Polycarbon what? Polycarbonate acetate, yeah, my friend. But guess what? If we put them in actual glass, that motherfucker would be like, <laughs> like, like have have red a, fox. Look, I'd have to have a strap to hold it. Red fox head. looking like this. <laughs> yeah. I look like Yetta from uh, the nanny. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got for the people today? Anything? Well, I was asked, like, I was reading this thread this week about these parents who. There's an article that was just released about how black children are mistreated in public schools from preschool all the way through, okay. and then how this they're labeled. Is, this and isn't called news, is it? No, no. But for some of these moms, this was new information for them. Who the fuck is this new for? I don't know. No, 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 no. Wait, stop. Don't hit break. Now. These were all black Who women. Who the hell is this new for? It was these. I want. I want age. I want gender. I want social economic status. I want names and addresses. <laughs> some of the, this sounds like somebody that needs a uh, an intervention. These, these were all lip. black women 
Probably middle class to upper class middle or black women in probably in their 30s, early 30s, late 20s. And some of them had kids that were in like third grade and some of them had kids that were in preschool and some of them had kids that were, you know, I think the oldest one was fifth grade. And they were like, oh, this is why I'm pulling my child and I'm going to homeschool, but I want, you know, how do I make sure that they get all the things that they need and that they can still go to prom and they can still play sports? Why would they need to go to prom or go to play sports? And you pulled them out of school. I don't know. Right? And, and as I'm reading through this, I'm like, I don't understand why make this choice to pull your child from an environment that you find detrimental, but you still want to keep in, putting them in insert that them into that environment because I want them to be able to go to dances and blah, blah, blah. Why? It's not important. Now, as a parent of children who have been world schooled for eight years... I get it. I understand that moms have guilt about, oh, my daughter's never going to go to prom, or my son's never going to go to prom, or... Yeah, I'm not guilty about blah, that. Blah, 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 blah. I blah. Feel nothing about that. But then, I, I was talking to another teacher yesterday, and we were talking about Aaron and Keegan, and the British teacher was sitting next to us, and the, the Mexican teacher was asking about the children and their education, and blah, blah, blah. And the other teacher just started kind of giggling. And I said, yes, the kids are 17 and 15, but they have the maturity level of a, like, 30-year-old. And she's like, no, no, no. And the British teacher was like, yes, they do. They can hold intelligent conversations with adults because they have adult experiences. And she was fascinated by the fact that Erin and Keegan, because of our lifestyle, are so mature. But one of the things I said is it's because of the way we educate them. We don't try to make them fit into what our norm was. We have them try new things. It sounds like you have slid into something else. I want to go back this up. But that's what I said in the homeschool conversation. Why are you pulling your kids from this? You want to give them a safer, healthier, more balanced so environment. So school then. But that's, the article was saying this is all through all the school systems. What do you mean? What's through all the, the black, discrimination? The black is, children. Oh my God, there's discrimination in America? <laughs> it was well, just, I don't get, I don't get this. What, where did these people go to school that they weren't discriminated against? I have no idea because I've never been in an environment where black folks weren't discriminated against. People of color weren't discriminated against. People of difference. Yeah. It doesn't have it doesn't to be have to just be black color. folks. No. I mean, it's just people that are different. The, the 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 when I remember when punk became a thing that my classmates started to do. Yeah. You know, they came into they came into high school and they were let's call them normal. Like what their everything their parents wanted them to be, and then the punk thing. They started the, those that gravitated towards that did just that. Then they were discriminated against. Yeah. Because just because of just the way they looked. Yep. You know, I mean, I I I, I don't get. I um and I, yesterday I sat down and I read more of Tanaskoats, and. Um, 
It was uh, when we were eight years in power. And um, I was trudging through the the rest of the chapter about Michelle Obama, and they were t- he was talking about how she grew up. Now, see, how she grew up, I could see someone saying, I don't understand, like her, I don't understand discrimination because she grew up in a world where there wasn't much discrimination because of where she grew up. Right. Inside of that community, it was basically all black. Everything they saw was all black. Unless they left the community, right. they didn't go through anything else. And, and those are the people, like it said in the article, those are the people that had the hardest time when they went to university because that's when they found out how black they was. Right. That's when they found out how discrimination actually was going to play out in their lives because they weren't getting it in at home, in school, in the street. Because if they stayed in their neighborhood, they were good. Like yeah. upper middle class neighborhood, working class neighborhoods in Chicago, even on the south side, were still upper middle class neighborhoods, you know, with those same values and understandings. Where were these women? Because I'm sorry, if you're th- if you're younger than me, that means you, everything we've been profiled our entire lives. Yeah. So where did they get to grow up? I don't know where they're from. Because that that don't seem fair. Seems like they had a different kind of upbringing in America than I got because. And you were upper middle class. Well, once we moved, once we moved out of the suburbs and moved into Wilmington, it was just. A new normal for us yeah you know and but we got it at school see I got it at school because I was one of five black people in the whole school and that was the private school right so yeah we were I was you know that was just a normal thing I mean you got it from the students you got it from the parents I mean I had a teacher one time tell me I didn't know how to pronounce my own name so I mean you know yeah okay so I mean it's like what? yeah and that was at the private school. When he got to the public school, it was a little more tolerant because there were a lot more people. But if you were if you were at my high school and you weren't in the college prep program, the teachers basically treated you like shit. And that could have been white, black, it didn't matter. They yeah. just treated all those kids like they were lesser than. Yeah, because we had that too. Of that. And then I think the the three of us, three or four of us, that escaped a lot of the ill will, at least from the teachers, just because we just kind of, we were just part of the group. Yeah. Like, we weren't, we were never, we, I don't think at the time, not today, but at the time, it was like, we were just kind of all... The same. It was like, hey, we were the MTV generation. I mean, we yeah. all were kind of doing the same stuff. It's like the the even the kid that was over there with the spiky hair and maybe the the black leather was listening to the same thing I was listening to. I mean, was it really that much of a difference between us at the time? Not like it is today. Right. Today, everybody can go to their corners in all the different realms of what they think about or what they want to engage with. They can all just separate, whereas we couldn't. We right. we were all stuck watching the same TV shows, essentially, listening to mostly the same music. Like when we had a dance, it was just it was music. It was top forty. Yeah, it was the music that everybody was listening yep. to because that was the music everybody was yeah. listening to. Um, 
So I, I don't know. It, it, I think our time was kind of weird. It was like, it was like the precursor to what we have now. Like everything hadn't split up yet, but it was about to. Yeah. And I think once the '90s came, everybody started. You had more channels. You had more radio stations. You had more options. Then once the internet came in, then everybody could start to spread back out again and go to their respective corners and then be fed what they wanted to be fed because they were choosing to be fed right. that. So, but yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leery on this. These people, these black folks, 30-year-old black folks that didn't have to deal with being black and now all of a sudden they're dealing with being black well, again. I and think nah, the thing that... Most was reading some of the the comments about how do they get their kids a diploma and can't, they can't go to high school without or can't go to college without a diploma and blah 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 and so none of that school. but none of that stuff is true but because put them in public school they were in public school so, okay then then let them fucking handle that shit hey I don't hey. know that <clears throat> that's what we had to do that's what everybody has to do at that. You know, they can't afford to not be there. Right. Get your ass over there. What? You had a problem in school? Okay, then now stay or fight. There's your there's your conundrum. You, and that's your whole thing. That's your month. that man, I'm, I'm I'm struggling with this shit. But it's it's you know, okay. You've got you've got to make a decision. Your tax dollars are going toward this education. Your money, your energy should then be Make it the best it can be. Right. And if it's not going to be that, get the people out of office that are in office not doing what you think they should be doing. See, uh, that this is kind of why I can't really stay in the United States. Right, we have Because to. then I would be the person that's, you know, no, you can't do this. You right. can't do certain things for, you know, with students at school. Um, I... Uh, no, I don't. I'm not. Fight, fight for you. Fight for your schools to be good. Well, and I say fight for your children. If you find that your your child's teacher is doing things that are unacceptable, it is your responsibility as a taxpayer and a parent and a voter and a voter to then hold that teacher accountable. Well, you're not just holding the teacher accountable. And the you're school. holding the school system. Yep. The teachers union, um, your local um, educational association, whether that be city, state, and and you, I mean, you're the one that put these people in office. Well, and and I think in most states we had a situation where our school was a non-traditional school. The school where Aaron and Keegan went, it was a non-traditional school, meaning they didn't follow the same discipline rules. They had an entire procedure that was completely separate from any traditional place I've ever been. And because I worked there, I knew the ins and outs of the, the discipline system before our children were students. Parents never really learn the ins and outs of the discipline system. They just take what the teachers give. But it's not teachers that give that. That is not true. No, no, I'm saying teachers don't make up their own No, but teachers rules. don't follow it. Well, that, that's a different problem. Now, so, you're, now you're talking about a management problem for principals right. and assistant principals. Because what I'm 
attacking is more up the chain than at the teacher level because the teachers can only do what they're being allowed to do. Kind of. No, they, they can only do it because that the only people that can get rid of a teacher is the upper management. True. Because well, parents can't get rid of a teacher. They can, they can make pressure the, the, ma the management yeah, no, though. But, but it's only the management that can make the decision within the rules of having staff and teachers in an educational institution. So, you know, what are you doing? Oh God, she's tip tip tapping again, people. Keegan said the cats went out. What do I do? Do not let them out, duh. The cats went out? They want out of Aaron's room. Oh, yeah, of course they have. Why is this even a question? It's Sunday. Cats must go, you know this. So, you know this, <clears throat> man. I think, like, as a teacher, I am, I'm not so quick to write a student up or send a note home to a parent because sometimes the kid just needs a minute to, to calm down, they need a redirection, they need some explanation, they need to sit their little ass down. But... That's not always the case. So for example, when Aaron was in third grade, I got called into a meeting and on the paperwork, it was labeling our son as aggressive because he was playing with the kids and Aaron's always been bigger than the kids, but one kid was swinging on him. So he put his hand like, you know, on his forehead at arm's length to keep the kid from reaching him. And he picked another child up when they were playing. And so the teacher labeled him as aggressive in this document. And when I asked her, did he go through this step? Did he go through that step? Did you, you know, did he ever have any of this stuff? She's like, no, I told him to stop and he stopped. So why are we having this meeting? You didn't follow the procedures of the discipline system, but now you want me to sign a document saying that my son is aggressive when he wasn't doing anything wrong. And so many parents don't know the system that their children are in, and so they sign these documents thinking that they don't have a choice. My response to this teacher was, when you follow the procedures like he did, and he didn't follow the procedures, then you come to me. But if you tell my child one time to stop and he stops, why are you writing him up? You, he, She had gathered stuff for months and Aaron wasn't doing anything other than playing with his friends. But this is what happens to parents and I watch it here. I had a kid who... This is kind of way different. Well, I had a kid who reported an issue and he was honest about his role in the issue. He had flick some water at a boy that had thrown water at him. Nobody cares about this. So then he, I was told that I needed to write the kid up, but he didn't do anything wrong. And if it was up to his parents, up to the school, I would have had to send to his parents a note, and this kid could have gotten in some major trouble. For but flicking water. For, flick, for flicking water. I mean, come on now. How much trouble is there to be in? We have kids that fight. One kid... I mean, literally fighting in front of everybody. One, Nothing one happened. bite somebody in the nah, neck? I think, I think that was the story, but it didn't happen. Oh. And, you know, I mean, come on. This, don't, I, my suggestion is not talk about this system in Mexico. No, but. Because it's not. As, what as we, a parent. It's not rule-based at all. As a parent, how many parents do you 
know, really read the handbook when the kids get it. I do. I do. I read every single word. I also read the handbook when I was a teacher too. So Me too. I, you know, I I need to I need to know so that then I give the I do the right thing when something happens with the child because something's always going to happen with children. But I I what I don't understand from this whole thing that you brought the homeschooling up is why are you pulling your kid when your kid is getting the American experience? But, Why are you trying to take your child outside? They want them to outside? have the American but they experience. They don't want him to have the because the but American experience. But they only want the, the good parts. In totality, it's all of it. They only want to hand pick. I want them to play sports. I want them to be in music. I want them to. I want them to do all the fun parts. But I don't want them to then deal with the teachers and the education. Yeah, no, but the teachers are the ones that are doing all the stuff. I know. Good and bad. Yeah. Whatever that happens to be. Yeah. I mean, there are times when I see my niece and my nephew or, you know, I see my friend's kids doing things. I'm like, oh, I wish Aaron and Keegan would be able to do that. But then I talk to Aaron and Keegan and they're like, yeah, no. Yeah, but that's this because doesn't even they're not me. in an environment where those things are valued as good or bad. I mean, they're, they're, they're outside of it. Yeah. And so, of course, they're going to say no because it sounds like work. It sounds like something you have to do. <laughs> And you have to get out of the bed. You can't just lay around and you have to go do a thing. You can't but spend an hour in your bed reading your book yeah, exactly. before, you know, doing no. your work before I mean, you get for, up in the morning. For us, you did things. I would say that the majority of us did did things that we wanted to do at school. Yeah. I would say. But a lot of us did things to, at school to make school a little more interesting. Like yeah. it was it was it would have been like if you weren't into academics, right? Yeah. What else are you gonna do at school? Because basically that kind of all that's all school is. So if you're not you're totally not into academics, then what else are you gonna do? Well, maybe you play basketball, maybe you play baseball, maybe you um, maybe you're in the band, maybe yeah, you maybe take you, shop you class. do other things so that at least that's the thing you can look forward to. That's the thing you can yeah. do, you know. And okay, that makes sense, you know. Yeah. I mean, but I, I guess maybe what needs to happen, because basically, bad teachers are everywhere. So pulling your child does not guarantee that your child's not going to go through. All the stuff because you might go put your child in say some outside of school music program with a teacher that's just like those teachers at the school. Yeah. Yep. You're not really removing them. You're not really saving them from anything. It's just, you know, if you don't like I said, this is the stay or fight thing. You fix your schools, make them be what you and all the other parents think they should be. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind that you're only in that grade for one year. Yep. As a parent, your child is, should only be there for a year. So well, that anything that you're in there trying to fix, well, you're no. essentially fixing it for next year. Unless you have a situation like ours where the kids are with the same teachers two years in Who a row. That? There's lots of schools that do uh, that throughout the country. Public schools. Yeah. No, they don't. No, they don't. What? You're telling me that there are teachers that are teaching sixth and seventh grade? No, that's middle school. No, I'm just saying, sixth and seventh grade, eighth and ninth grade. No, they they're not getting that. 
You're not pulling elementary school kids out talking about prom, Karen. But that's what they're doing. I These mean, if you're kids. talking, if you're talking about prom, you're not pulling them out in but, elementary school. You're pulling them out in middle and thing. high school. This conversation, these moms were talking about. I'm gonna pull my eight year old <laughs> from school, but I want him to be able to go to prom, and I want him to go to the eighth grade dance, and I want him. Oh, but, see, then that, that that to me just says these are parents that with the wrong focus. Yeah. They're not focused on their children and their children's education. They're focused on something else. They're focused on being seen as good parents and pictures. God, don't be China. Don't be China. Because that's exactly, that's all they do is get the picture. I, I, we had kids that that failed all their schooling but have pictures of, from graduation. But they failed all their classes. But they have graduation pictures. Uh-huh. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. That's, that's just psycho because that just makes no sense to me. Anyway. I, I I don't buy that. I children need I, I I would say children need to learn certain things, but a lot of the stuff that's learned in high school is not stuff that children need to learn. This is this is a a, a throwback to what it's kind of um, the same reason I always say this the same reason why um, med students have to stay up for forty eight hours, and it's not because it does anything good for them. It's really it's, bad. It's, <laughs> it, it's only because the, the people that are teaching them, they had to do it. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it, essentially our schools are a form of hazing. And it's a, it's a gauntlet that you run and, and you're just trying to get through it. And you end up on the other side and being taught all, basically high school all over again and university. It's all going to be taught to you all over again. And then you're gonna go on your job and they're gonna teach you all over again. Yep. So it's like, what what am I really wanting my student or child or whatever? What is it that I really wanna get, but them to get? I need them to have the ability to learn. I need them to understand what it's going to take for them to learn. I need them to have the tools to be successful in an educational institution. But I don't need them to know about the Monroe Doctrine because guess what? When they get to university, they're going to read it all over again. You see, I just I stop trying to act like like you go to high school and then you go to work. Those days are gone. Yeah. I couldn't even do that. You couldn't nope. do that. You the, the, those days. I mean, you could go to work, but you couldn't like go to high school, come out of high school with a job that was going to support you and your family. A career. Right. No, no, no. Not a career. Just a job that was going to support you and your wife and your child or you and your husband and your child. That Those days are, are gone. Yeah. 100% gone. So, if that's the case, you're going to university. You're going to go to trade school. You're going to have education even job core, you're gonna have the education past high school. Yeah. So prepare yourself for that. You know, that's it's just a part of the what the world is today. And and I'm not saying everybody needs to be a physicist or a brain surgeon or no, because you know, we need some gardeners. No, no, we I'm need. saying no, I'm not saying that either. I'm what I'm saying is you're gonna have to go to school to understand because the market. The job market is competitive enough now 
that you're not going to be able to walk into a job with no connections, no family connections, and, and no walk education. into a job and then just be doing the job. Yep. You know, it's like, no, that's not a thing. You know, so. I think that we need to stop thinking that there's only one path for kids. I think we have. No, well, no, because I'm reading this thing. And well, no, no, maybe parents, parents have, it, but have I think it. the market has. Because I see more and more and more in a lot of these educational art, uh, articles that I read where there's such a high demand for tradesmen, tradespeople, and they're so yeah. low, like apprenticeship like people don't they just don't go into becoming an electrician no. and a friend of mine why would they a friend of mine became or started his apprenticeship straight out of high school yeah. by the That's time he was 24 25 he was a licensed electrician he's now my age and he's teaching future electricians but he could retire in like three years yeah, no, but that's that's not the reality. I would say that's that is not that's just like saying I went into the Marines or I went into the Army right out of high school. They're retiring in yeah, what, by thirty five. They're retiring too. But like but my grandfather, how many people are going to make that as a choice, right. a viable choice for my life? Like because maybe going to the Army is a good choice for you. Maybe that's just a maybe you come from a military family. Maybe you don't, but. Maybe that's just, like, that's where you are. That's what you want to do. Okay, and then once you get in, you find out you like it. You want to stay in longer. You stay in a little bit longer, and you find out, oh, shit. I only have 10 more years or whatever. I can I can do this and retire and go do something else. Yeah. Okay, fine. But that is not what's pushed in our schools. That's not, that whole, that whole way of life is not even thought about in our schools. No. Our schools are way more about... Keeping you in that pipeline. Yeah. Get you in there for K through 12, then on to university and spend a lot of money and then go get your master's and then go get your PhD and then maybe pick up something else and then stay in the system. Well, and, and I think for a lot of people, they're not choosing that system because it's a fucking racket. Well, take for teachers, for example, in Michigan. you still gotta go. You gotta go. Based on what you wanna do. So teachers in Michigan, they used to be, I don't know if it's still this way, but it used to be that once you got your teaching certification, you have up to five years to enroll in a master's program. If you don't, if you aren't a master's student by that five-year date, you can't renew your teaching certification. Uh, I don't think it was a master's program. What it what it was was you had to continue you had to your continue your education in order to keep in order to renew your license. But in continuing your education, you were taking master's level classes and by the time you finished the continuing part, you were basically like ended up like one or two classes away from a master's degree. Yeah. So you just that's why most people just get their masters because why do all the work and not get the degree? You might as well just do the work, get the degree and, and then move on to the next level. But master's degrees do not make you good teachers. Yeah. So um I, no, I, bachelor's I can't, degrees don't make you good teachers. Well, a bachelor's degree dealing in education, like Maybe. if you were, like if you went to education classes, right, or you got a degree in education, I would say that you are far more prepared than the person that just went and studied biology. Yep. To teach. Yeah. To teach in K through 12. Not 
to be an expert in the field. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm sorry, but experts don't necessarily make good teachers. No. You know, it, yeah. you have to have, you, teaching is a thing on its own. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like being a doctor. It's, it's an art and a science kind of at the same time. You're mixing the two things together for some kind of outcome that you may not realize while you're there with the child. Right. Just because you are teaching them, like I, I, I'm, I would say that 60% of my lessons, maybe even more than that, are lessons that my students today will not hear for about three years. Yeah. They'll hear it in high school sometime. Yeah. Because I'm just laying the groundwork for what they need to do later. Yeah. And once you get to high school or university, now the groundwork should have been laid. Now the expectations become totally different. Yep. Now you should be able to do this. I should be able to just say to you, we're going to have a research project. It's going to be over the term. You have to do this outside of class. You can come to me and ask for help, but I want to see your final product. Well, that means all that groundwork had to be laid yep. long before they ever came to me as a high school or, yep. or university student to be able to even do that. So when you're in the elementary and middle school, you're still just laying these things down because basically all of everything that you're teaching is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. You're just you're you're just giving them foundation. It's all foundational. Yeah. Because no child is gonna walk out of middle school like, I got it. <laughs> Let's go to work, baby. You know, no 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 child is doing that. Not out of middle school. You know, they're 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 just not. They don't even know how much they don't know. Right. You know what I mean? They're not even there yet. So, yeah, education and pulling your kids for a reason, pulling your kids because you don't like the culture you're in, not smart. Because you're not ever, It was. it's kind of like what happened to a few of us. And, and for me, it was not a conscious effort. But for another family, it was where they had done this already. They had one child in private school all the way through eighth grade, pulled that child out of that private school, put them into public school for the last four years of for high, for high school. Next child comes along, same thing. And that idea of, okay, your foundation over here is now super strong. But now, real world, you need to get in that real world. You need to start learning about, no, everybody is not going to get a Mercedes-Benz or a Porsche as their first car. Right. No, you, everything is not going to be so so nice and pretty and lovely and easy as a, when it comes to your environment. Things are going to, you know, you need to be able to deal with not only the social side, but the reality of what this world is. And this is, this is the same argument that people have against black colleges because they say black colleges are not needed because when you go to a black college, you are, you're in a microcosm of, of what America is. And you're only in this small subset of people, usually very well-to-do, hmm. upper middle-class black folks sending their kids to private schools like Tuskegee, like Hampton. And then you're, and if you're not at a private school, they're still, you're still sequestered away. Yeah. So the experience that you have is more, it's, it's way more akin to what Michelle Obama was describing in Southside of Chicago, right? And her growing up, it, you're not, you're not dealing with 
all of this other stuff because the cops are black, the security guards are black, yeah. the teachers are not black, the <laughs> the students are basically all black. So I mean, anything you do, you can be, I'm black, but I don't need to be so black kind of thing, which is exactly what Tanas Cruz was talking about in the book. And as soon as you go like travel up the road like we used to do and go to Auburn, then black folks are like super black. Because they've, they, they're they basically fighting against all the other stuff that's happening at their university. Yeah. They're, they're getting a, a, I wouldn't say a better, but they are getting a more diverse student body where they're dealing with stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of like in higher learning. You're dealing with all this stuff at the same time. You could be all the way radical to your whatever your position happens to be, but you could also not be. And you, and you can coexist, yeah. so to speak, at least on the same campus. But there's, there's something to be said for having a realistic expectations from the society that you're in. That See, that's the thing that I'd say, excuse me, those parents that you're talking about, that's what they're taking away. And that's what yeah. you can't, you're not going to ever give that back. You're not going to ever, your child in a diverse society will deal with that diversity at some point. It's just a matter of when. Right. And then how effectively will they deal with it? Yep. You know, that's the, that's the big problem. So it's like, it's not, it's not about sports. It's not about trying to, trying to socialize them. No, no, no. They're socialized already. Take them to the fucking mall. Yeah. Let them walk around. Let them do stuff. Because go of, take them to the play place. Go take know, them to the park. Yeah, just regular people stuff. Yep. But keep in mind that you're going to keep saying that child over there behaves this way because they go to public school or they go to that school. Yeah. Instead of saying that's how America is. This is how our country is. But they can't and now see they, that inside the bubble. They can't why see. Why can't they? They're living in it. But because Daily. most people who can't, most people who live inside of it can't see it. It's not until you get outside and say, oh. What do you mean? You were saying black folks. No, I'm saying all folks. No, you said black folks that were taking their kids out of school. That was the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Black folks have been dealing with this shit the whole time. This isn't new. That's why I don't don't understand how this is a a new phenomenon for a 30-year-old. I don't either. I was... I sat there reading like... It's like, where's your mama at? Go talk to your daddy. Where's your grandma and grandpa? Come the fuck on. No. Hells no. Yeah. I was reading it like, what? My my child knows more than that. There was also uh, a parent asking in in one of our, in my travel group, who was talking about when do you teach your child about racism and discrimination? How old? Don't let them fool you. Their child was four. And all these moms were saying, no, it's too young to teach them about racism. I said, no, it's not. our child was four. I'm sorry. It, it, it's that, important. That's a bullshit argument. Um, that it's just not, it's just not true. You, you are going, your child is going to run across things in popular culture, music, movies. It doesn't matter. School, school street. Even if your street is in the suburbs, 
You're you're still going. They're going to run across things and they're going to have questions. Answer That's when you questions. answer and you answer honestly. You answer honestly, but trying to shield them from it. Even uh, I think there was an episode on Blackish where they where they realized that they raised all these kids to be scared of the hood. Yeah. And they were scared of the nicest part of the hood. So it was all black, but it was upper middle class. And their kids were scared of that place. Yeah. See, because it was all black. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, but if you live in America, America will teach the lesson to all people that black folks are bad, scary, dirty, blah, blah, blah. I even had... I actually had a child here say black people have such white teeth. What? I was just like, what are you talking about? Black people have whiter teeth than everybody else. And I was just like, and then, uh, what's her name from England walked by and she was like, did she just say that black people have whiter teeth than white people? She's like, yeah. And she just started laughing, shaking her head. I'm telling you, the stereotypes, the, the discrimination, all this, this is not new for us. No. You know, it's just not. It just they would be like saying that discrimination and ill treatment is new for women. <laughs> it's like, how did you live your whole life just coming to that realization that this exists? It has happened at thirty since existence of women. Yeah, it has happened since white folks bumped up against black folks. It's been happening, I and I'm talking about black folks like. People of color all over the world. This is what white folks from Europe have done. So it's like, why is this new? We're, maybe your child needs to stay where they are. Yeah. So that they can learn what you apparently did not. Yeah. Um, I saw this thing this morning. It was a picture of these black parents with this bright, bright, bright baby with blonde hair. And it said, this baby was born in Nigeria to its, you know, Nigerian parents, but it's white. So is this baby European or is it Nigerian? And I was like, what kind of stupid ass question is that? They wanted to know what race was it. Was it European? Oh, Lord. And I'm like, it's human. Oh, it's human, you stupid fuck. <laughs> it's human. It's if it was a if it was born the child was born in Nigeria to Nigerian parents it's a Nigerian child it can't be European because it wasn't born in Europe you twits okay Europe I, I I always tell my students that that basically Europe is a country but it, it's a whole it's bunch still of countries still a bunch of countries but the Europeans, fact that somebody would say that say what that. Is this child European or is it Nigerian yes, based they're, on they're the color trying, of its skin? But they're trying to make a distinction, good or bad. They're making that There's distinction. There's some YouTubers who got in a whole heap of shit this week because they posted a video of their the birth of their baby and he's really dark and she's light skinned and they were all kinds of nasty comments about the color of their newborn baby and how she's going to be this color and how she's going to be that color and... Because the YouTubers got a whole heap of backlash for their colorism uh, I don't, towards their brand spanking new baby. I don't get what you're, you're not explaining this well. They got a the YouTubers posted a video of the birth of their child. Yeah. And the mom is light, the dad is really dark. And when the child came out, they're making all kinds of comments Who's about they? the parents. Okay. 
were making all kinds of comments about how, oh no, she's gonna be dark like this, and oh look at her ears and her nail beds, and she's gonna be so much darker, and that's not good, and okay. they were making all kinds of colorist comments. So they got a lot of about their own child. About their own child. Okay. They said the father was really dark. Okay, yes. so keep going. So they got a bunch of backlash that they're putting this colorism on their brand spanking new baby, and they're both black, and they shouldn't be doing this. And so they lost loads of subscribers. And I know, but how is that different than looking at the baby and saying, "Wow, they look like they're going to have your nose." How is that different? Oh, they've got grandma's eyes. How's it different? I don't know. They, but they are getting, I mean, they... No, but how is it different? Be honest. How is that different? You're you're basically, because you have no idea what this child is going to look like. No, but I think the reason why they got so much backlash is because the comments were, I hope she's not too dark. But I hope she's not this. And okay. She looks like she's going to be like this. That's like saying I hope that she's going to be a doctor. How is it different? Like, what's the problem here? They're talking about something that acts, she absolutely cannot control, but there it was all negative. There was not a positive comment about the color of this child's skin. Okay, so? And so the parents were getting a lot of backlash because they didn't want their child to be the color that she is. Okay, that happens a lot. I know. Okay, I... I, wish I, I guess what I don't understand is why, why would there be backlash? Because... It's their child. I guess because... I mean, we have expectations and hopes and dreams about all the aspects of our children. We do. We, I mean, I'm fat, skinny, tall, really thin, bony, dark, light, green eyes, brown eyes. Don't, I mean, all parents go through that where they're like, you know, they might think... I want, but then I have. Yeah. Like before the baby is born, I want, but right. after the baby is born, is this is what I have. This is who who I have in front of me. I mean, to ex why is it wrong for the parents to be honest and express their wants, even though they're not real? It's not reality because their reality is what they have. Why is that negative? Why can't they say what they want? Or think, at least what they wanted? I think that one of, one of the biggest complaints is that there's such a big movement to teach young people to be comfortable in the color of their skin and, their, and who they are. The whole black girl magic thing. <clears throat> but then these parents are disparaging the child the minute she comes out. No, I think the parents are being honest with each other about what their expectations were. Now they have to come to terms with those expectations. Mm. You know, it'd be, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you asked anybody who had a child, do you want, I mean, you asked them at the beginning while the pregnancy is still active and do you want your child to have scoliosis? Well, of course not. Who would say yes to that? Not me. Now when they have the child, if the child has scoliosis, why is it wrong for the for the parents to say, I really did not want this to happen. It happened in my family and I had it really bad and I had lots of surgeries and I didn't want my child to have to go through right. all that. I didn't want to pass that on. Why is that a bad thing? Okay, if I'm real dark and my, my experience has been ultra negative, being dark skinned, 
like what Wesley Snipes talks about in Mobetta Blues. Mm. Or no, what he talked about in Jungle Fever. You know? All of the all of the people that were more negative to him were black folks. Right. So if that was your experience, why wouldn't you want a different thing for your child? Why? That just sounds honest to me. See, I think we've 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 taken this idea of being sensitive to being overly sensitive to being absolutely ridiculous. That's where we are now. We're not realistic about what we're actually saying. It's like, why would why would you st- if you followed these people all this time, listening to what they were saying? And this wasn't their first child. This is the thing that now is going to throw you to, oh, I can't listen to them anymore. It's like, then then you're just a dumbass. That's you. That's not them. Because they were who they were before. This couldn't have been the first time they made these type type comments. Exactly. They probably dealt with color inside of their families, with their friends. They've probably been talking about this all along. Why? Why are you... Oh, the fact that you're leaving now, it's like, so fucking what? Right. You know, I I think we need to stop measuring, and this is what the whole social media thing is. We need to stop measuring worth based on followers. Yeah. And I have students right now that do that, which which is scary because they're in sixth grade. And they are literally worried about how many followers they have. And comparing themselves to each other based and hanging out with people who have a lot of followers, which was... A um, what you call it episode? Um, yeah, no, Black Mirror. Mirror. That was a Black Mirror episode where where they are following people people that are. I've got lots of followers and I have this ranking. Now I'm only oh hanging around people that are have lots of followers and have a high ranking and all that. That's the world that Black Mirror showed to us. Why would you want to perpetuate that? You know, I really don't care how many followers I have. You know, I tend to not even look at that. I, I like Instagram, for example. I'm, I'm, for me, that's kind of the place where I want to put my photography. I kind of want to make it just photography. I don't really, I check out stuff, but I really don't spend any time on it. But like if, I, in, if I'm in a mood and I'm shooting a couple pictures, that's where I want, that's where I put them. Right. right. So I put things on Instagram, but I'm not really putting a lot of stuff in. I've got a lot of stuff I could put on there. I just haven't. Right. Probably should. Yep. But, you know, I'm not thinking about that platform as a thing of my self-worth based on, you know, five people like it. Cool. So... You know, it's like, it's like, it's not going to change what I choose for dinner, you know, based on who likes this photo. I I like the photo. I was just sharing it with the world. I got, I could not share it. You know what I mean? I could just keep it to myself. And I I don't know. I, I, there's, I think people are going down a road that is probably going to be bad because they won't have a sense of their own self-worth. Yeah, and pulling kids out of school is part of that. Well, yeah, because you're you're saying, I mean, what are you telling the child at that point? Yeah. You can't handle it? 
now you don't you don't you don't pay for their you're gonna you're gonna bribe somebody at the university to get them into the university too yeah i mean come on where does that where does that end i i get having a good education the idea of an education i i, I want them to have a good education so that they can then go do xyz but honestly look at all the people you really like find out where they went to school right because outside of people in research and sciences it don't matter where you go it really doesn't you could it you doesn't could get, matter what you number you get, were in the class right, it, it none doesn't of that, matter none of that matters point average, none of that, it doesn't none, matter any of it none of it matters what matters is are you able to learn are you able to get new information and and we've lost that yeah the idea of being able to take i mean if you take a fake Real fake news, like this is actual fake news, like the onion, I think. Yeah, is the fake. onion is funny. Take absolute fake news, put it out there, and people cannot discern right from wrong within those news stories. They don't understand irony or, or satire or satire or anything. So there's where what should be taught. Yep. You know, I you can't listen to the president of the United States and hear that he's lying. It's like what is oh my god, what's you? wrong with you? Because but that says something about your education, right? Yep. It that does. says something about where you, you know. But you weren't taught those critical thinking skills. Yeah, well, see, critical thinking means critical thinking voters. And critical listening and critical. Which is why I always say, don't don't talk bad about Trump. You voted for him. You know, don't. You voted for him, and he is a reflection of the United States. Dumbass. Flat out. All right, what else you got for the people? That's, That's all it. I have. That's it. Where's your list? I got four things. No, yeah. I got three things. No? Not me. Uh, two things. Did we already touch on one? No, two are gaming. Oh. Which I guess we could talk about a little bit. Maybe one of them. Second one, nobody will care about that. Go to the gaming My first one was... I, I wrote the title of the song, Janet Jackson, Control. Why do you think you have it? Teachers, <laughs> parents, managers, bosses. I, 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 I forget what precipitated me putting this on there. I forget what was, what was the thing. But it's just this idea that everywhere we've gone, teachers, have been trying to act like they have control over students. Um, managers, bosses try to think that they have control over parents and workers. It's like, why Why do you think you have this kind of control? Why do you believe that you should? Because others allow them to believe that. Because. It's, you can't control me. It's not, but see, <laughs> think, forget you. Look at it in a broader spectrum. Right. Why do you think you control anyone? Well, and, and I remember having this conversation earlier in the school year with the other teachers and the coordinator and said, listen, I can't control them. They have to control themselves. The only person I can control is myself. This is something that we have taught our children since they were little bitty people. This is something I teach all of my students. The only person you have control over is you. And how you react to others is in your control. Mm -hmm. 
But that's my first thing. Adults don't know that. I don't. I don't get why they think, why anyone honestly believes that they have control over another human being outside of someone in bondage or in a jail. Who who willingly submits their control? No, but that's not. That doesn't mean I gain control because you because sub, you submit to my my will. See, you submitting to my will doesn't I mean, does not mean I have control because you can always unsubmit. Yeah. That means you have control. You're the one controlling. It's always funny to me to hear. In other words, does the pimp have control or does the chick The hoe has control. She's got the control. Because she can choose not to get that motherfucker any money. And she, she can also choose not to take her little ass out on that corner. No, I'm just saying, but if, if, if he thinks he's in control, he's crazy. she can always just not give him any money. Then what? No, granted, there's always going to be a reaction, but she could always just blow his head off. So I mean, it's not. Don't think that you have control. Yeah. Why do you think you have control? Why do you think that? And I guess I don't. I don't understand. Oh, I know why. I think I do know why. It's my shirt. Okay. I think that's why. It goes with my number two. China. We'll get to China in a minute. So. This this control thing, I don't I don't get. I don't, I mean I can tell Aaron to fix his hair for every Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday. Look. <laughs> See what you get? Right there. Beep 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 beep. What are you doing, Karen? The buzzer buzz. I know. What are you doing, Karen? Unlocking the door. Oh, do you have something coming? I don't. <laughs> Buzzer buzzes, but. Gas. See, we started the show talking about Karen's gas, and here we are, Come full getting gas. Just put them down right on the corner there, instead of making lots of noise with <coughs> my wallet. Control. What are you controlling? Controlling the, the the funds, because you know I don't get any money. I all my kids ganking. Did you say ganking? Are you going back to the eighties, nineties? You ganking? Really? Ganking the fundage is what that's called, apparently. Also, mommy is a snack ganker. Snack ganker? She tries to gank my snacks. I think it's I really try. terrible that you're using the word gank. I take the snacks. We gotta, we gotta get you out of the '90s and get you into the 2000s, because no, I think that's tough. I think, oh god. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah. Why would anybody say gank? We we said that are these, way back. Are these in like, the like day. rich white kids now? Finally got to ganking because the only people that was getting ganked was uh, gangsters. It's being ganked. So who's doing it now? No, who's doing it now? Who? No, no, no. YouTubers. It's not general people. Because you don't, yeah, you don't. I stopped saying that word back in the 90s. So guess what? That means it's come back. Yeah. Just like the clothing has come back. And the people that are saying it are not the people that said it, that actually meant it. (laughs) The people that was actually ganking fools. Yeah. Make me get started now. I was listening to my back in the theater. 
was it a Han Solo? No. He, uh, I didn't listen to that one. I, I went back and started listening to the one about John Singleton oh. right after he died. And that's when they was ganking. Boys in the Hood. Higher Learning. Baby that's Boy. Why, that's why you asked me. Boy. Yeah. Belly. That, that did, Belly was in the 90s. But Belly didn't come from John Singleton. No. Okay. Um, China. Um, beginning of the week, we were still at the... I'm gonna pull up the calendar. Okay. Beginning of the week... Um, the third. Right, fourth. okay, so the fourth... The fourth was the remembrance of the students that were killed by the Chinese government in the... What, what we call the Tiananmen Square Massacre, which they call the... Call it something else. Some sort of student protest. No, they don't call it a student protest at all. They call it. Oh, what is the word? They call. Oh, what do they call that? They call it the. It's not insurgency. Basically, they criminalized the students. What are they? I forget what the word that they use though. They have. It's a totally different. Like when you hear it, it's a totally different meaning to like. It's not student protest. It's like the idea of putting down the bad people is is what it kind of mm. comes out to be. Um, and China, who has hidden this from all of their people uh, for years, and who the world has condemned them for not acknowledging that they did this, that they killed ten, hundreds, maybe even thousands of students. Nobody knows because, of course, they can't get a number. Um, the world has condemned them for, for this action and for not acknowledging that it's happened. Right. Okay. Well, this week, we got an, 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 a, a semi-acknowledgement from Wei Feng He. And he said that the party at the time was right in cracking down and killing students because of the prosperity since then. Lord. So if I kill someone, but then I make lots of money after it, it's okay. Uh-huh. So I thought that was an interesting, um, interesting development, and it has to do with control because con nobody, nobody controls the way China and Russia control, um, literally with an iron fist. And I'm watching Chernobyl now, so that, come on. Um, He's yelling at Chernobyl. Oh God! But I mean, it's just, it's, it's so. I think, I think. China is definitely socially not ever going to grow because of their government. Yeah. Okay. They they are literally stuck in a in a time like a time bubble almost, where time around the bubble is moving just fine, but inside that bubble, 1950s. Yeah. Okay. And they're still they're just not they're not progressing socially. They're progressing 
as a country economically, economically but I would say as individuals, they're kind of not really moving very far economically. Like the people who had wealth and means in the past, those families, Keep they it. still have wealth yeah. and means. But regular people, I mean, they're still being displaced from, displaced from farms, getting pushed into the cities. Then they get into the cities and then they get pushed out of the cities because they have nothing to do. And they have to, you know, so there's still all of those problems, those social problems, all that stuff is still there in China. And they're still hiding those people. I mean, you if you if you look any anywhere you see a wall or high barrier in yeah. China, most likely on the other side of that are really poor people. Yeah. But they've walled it off and they put up these nice big banner things that go across the walls. But if you just go to wherever that wall is open, that car is going. I don't think you can take a picture. Right. But go in there and all of a sudden you find out it's like, oh shit, this is really bad. Like right next to the um. Forbidden City. Oh, like that, yeah. Where it's like... It's like shantytown for real. Like, you know, this beautiful, you know, living kind of museum. Yep. Right? This gigantic city-sized museum. More than a mile <coughs> wide. Right. And then you go next to it and you're like, oh, what? What? This is this is how people are living? It's like, yeah, this is how people are living. And so, there, was a, there was a thing about a year ago in Beijing where they were tearing down all those structures and, and trying to force the people out of that area. But these are also the very people that they made move from to the, the city. Right, from the countryside. And now they're displacing <coughs> them again. Yep. And it didn't matter that they had nowhere else to go and they didn't care. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I don't, I don't get this idea that China has that oh, we have money, so then that means that everybody is now happy and good, and they're all... No, they're just not saying how unhappy they are. The, the brave ones that are saying it on Weibo and... Um, oh, what's the other service? Not WeChat, but... Is it WeChat? It's WeChat. WeChat. Those people are letting their feelings be heard many that are are trying to get away from China by going to Taiwan or, or Hong Kong, but that's not helping them either anymore. So now they're, you know, trying to get out. By um, any means necessary. And I think they always have, but those are, that, that, that number is very small compared to the rest of China. But this idea that no matter what the party is right, no matter what happens the people in control the politics they're the ones that you follow yeah no it, it didn't work in Chernobyl in Russia it damn sure is not working in China um, I'm waiting for the next student protest um, but if you never teach students that they can protest, then of course, then they never will see that as an option. Well, I actually saw protests when we lived in China, but didn't even know that's what they were. Because what they would do, they would quietly picket, silently picket, silent picketing. outside of a, a government building. And there would literally be no sound from the people. They'd carry signs and they'd carry banners, but they would not say a word. And when I asked my friend what was going on, she's like, oh, they're angry with the government. And I'm like, that's angry? 
You get pissed off because they didn't give me all of my prescriptions and throw shit and, th and scream and yell and cuss and swear, but that's angry? And she said they don't want to go to jail, so they have to do it like that. And I said, but does the government even care? Because there's no sound, there's no noise, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. But if you are not squeaking, you're just walking quietly. Do they care? Or do they just say, yep, there's a group of nuts outside? And she said they say there's just a group of nuts outside. They don't care. Yeah, but I, I guess what I'm thinking of is the younger generations. Well, you saw they, that they one of the one of the activists who's been trying to get this information out to China, he disappeared just a couple of days before the the what was it, the memorial service or whatever they were having in Hong Kong. The guy disappeared. Yeah, that this idea that you're going to control information to a point because what's also very interesting is that this is one of the most sought after topics by Chinese people at this time of year every year. And I didn't realize that, but they're actually looking for information about it because of course they're hearing the entire rest of the world talking about this event every single year but they don't know what the event is right and they're searching for it but they're not of course not getting it in china when we lived there you couldn't get it on the shred of vpn so it was like the somehow the idea of control in order to keep rich people rich that's what has to be fixed. And I think that we've had multiple versions of that fix across the world, but every time it gets kind of rolled back, the wealthy get thrown out, the young take over. Those young become old and they just become the wealthy and then all of a sudden you have to have a new young to yeah. come throw them out. And it's like, doesn't somebody realize that maybe that's a bad that's happening cycle. all over the world. Right, it's what a bad is the cycle. country in Africa where the the guy had been in power for thirty some right. years yep. and I can't remember the country or the man, but there was a couple of them because they just had yeah. elections. Yeah, there's several. But that that's that. I I used to tell the students that I had in China, things will never change until you change them. Yep, we see you're, it everywhere. You're we the, go. You're the generation that's going to make the change. You can't, don't sit in my class saying you don't like, but then also tell me that you're Chinese and things won't change. Right. You know, cause you're the ones that are going to change it. Your parents are not gonna change it cause they've already gotten to a place where they are comfortable with the way things are. They're, they're not gonna, they're not seeing it they're as a problem. They're not hitting their head on the wall. Right. And so if you don't like what's going on, you better do something about it. Um, I guess that goes for all the students out there thinking about the students that were leading this protest. But the students that's the people that started the the revolution in China that brought Mao to power were students. Right. You know, that massacre, that was another massacre. Mm -hmm. uh, I think in Wuhan. Yeah. Where they were killed by the government at the time, you know. And so I mean it's just it's a cycle that keeps repeating itself, but I think it's repeating itself because it's not being taught. So of course, 
it, you know, it all comes to a head and then yeah. it explodes, but then everything gets pushed down again. Don't tell anybody else. A couple generations goes by and then, then students come out of nowhere going, this is wrong, but it was always wrong. It was wrong right. 10 generations ago. It's just still happening because nobody's ever dealing with the reality of the situation. Yeah. So there is that. All right, that's all I got. Yeah. Unless you want to use your controller with your Apple TV OS 13 update. Huh? Games on the TV OS. TV OS 13. TV OS. You heard me say it. TV OS. Apple stuff. You need to You'll be it. able to play those games on, with your Xbox, at, Xbox One S or PlayStation 4 controllers now. Yeah. I don't have any of that. That's what my Steel Series controller was for. That's why he, what that's, we bought in the Steel Series exactly controller. That's exactly what it was for, so that you could do it on your iPad, on your phone, on your Apple TV. That's the whole point of that. Yup. And now you'll be able to use your, because basically Apple doesn't make a gaming machine. Nope. No. So. Well, they make this one. So, if I can use my Xbox controller. Because I've got an Xbox, or I've got a PC, or I have a PlayStation, and I have a play, I can now just take that controller and use it with these devices. And I think they're, I think Apple is trying to have some kind of subscription service with gaming, like Xbox is doing. I think that's what's happening. Not what's happening. I think. Eh, I'm not real sure. Um, they had new stuff come out on Thursday, right? I don't know. I saw an update from Wired. What did you see? Let me go to Wired. It was an update. I get, I get, I don't know why I get Wired because. I don't either because, you know, you don't understand half of it. And care about less than half of it. The truth of the situation. (laughs) Like, update, update. Don't care, don't care. Hold on, it might be on my phone because it's not on my iPad. Um. pre-order Google streaming video game service. Yes, the Google thing. That's coming. Um, tomorrow, this was 6-2. Apple will unveil new software at one of their most hyped shows of the year. Maybe that was it. New <laughs> Mac Pro version, iOS, yes, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That was on Monday. Yeah, that was... Apple takes on Facebook and Google. Looks like that's it for the Apples. Yes, we have a new cheese grater. And three, three. You ever seen the cheese grater? What? We have a new cheese grater. What is that? You just read it. The Apple Mac Pro is a giant cheese grater. If you look at the front, pull up a picture. Okay, hold on. Come on. This just this just came out. Three quarters of Americans poop with their smartphone. Okay. Maybe. Wondering is what you're supposed to do. Damn it. You're supposed to blunder. Gotta pay. You pull it up. Hurry up. Pay for, pay for the thing. Yeah, the new uh, Mac Pro is a, it looks like a cheese grater. And it's a design. Oh, it's got lots of them. And then the new monitor. Yeah, dissipation. And the new monitor, it's got um, the cheese grater design is across the back of it. But here's the kicker. The stand for the monitor is $1,000. Why? Why is that? 
Well, apparently, the monitor, most, and this is how somebody explained this, I forget who it was, most pro users of hardware, computer hardware, they're not using, they're not using the stand that comes with the monitor. What does they're, the stand do for you? No, no, no. They're not using the stand at all. They're using something that's multiple monitors on some kind of arm or something. So they're because they're not using the stand, what Apple did is they went and said, okay, the stand cost X amount of dollars, the monitor cost X amount, and when you put it together, it costs, I think it's $5,000. Oh, God. But it's a 5K monitor, too. But it's a $4,000 monitor. No. Well, yeah. And the stand is a thousand dollars. Why would you? What does the stand do for you? No, no, no. It's not that the stand does anything for you. It's just the fact that there's there's no reason to buy the stand. And if you are going to want the stand, you're gonna have to spend extra amount of money for it. Why would you charge a thousand dollars for a stand? Because at first it's sexy. No, but it's just a stand. No, no, it's sexy. You could get the same thing on Amazon for like twenty bucks. Get a something of similar quality or a strong piece of metal to attach. Did you say a strong? Like I just get an arm, just a little strong piece of metal, a little piece of iron sitting back there, like Iron Man, bang together. Can No. I mean, come on now. But it's gotta be. It's gotta on, match like the aesthetic can, of of no, the. No, but the, if you're not like if. Stupid. Why would you spend a thousand dollars on a stand for a monitor? Okay, think of it this way. The monitor costs five thousand dollars, and if you don't get the stand, it only costs you four. This is what everybody was saying this week. Now is it worth buying the monitor for four instead of five because you don't need the stand? Yeah. Yeah, it makes it sound like it's a deal, right? Like well, you got it for four. You got the monitor for four thousand, and you didn't get the stand. Yeah, you don't you want the stand. You didn't have to buy it. It's bought I know, but you don't want the stand. In the, the stand was going to stay in the box anyway because it was going to go on to some universal mount on right. your desk. You see, it was not. You were never going to use it. Right. So basically, you took a thousand dollars off of the cost of your monitor. Yeah. That's the other way of explaining it, so that it makes it seem like you're. You're, you're getting a deal. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, it's, it, I don't know. That's that's what's going on with the the, 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 the Mac stuff. TVOS will be, I think this, 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 uh, what's it called? That place, that time, end of the year-ish. Been watching the Chernobyl? No. What have you been watching? Go ahead and tell them. Been watching Ultron. No, that's not what you were thinking about. <laughs> you were not supposed to say you've been watching Ultron. I have. That's as bad as your mother watching the nanny. No, because this was redone. I don't care if it was redone. They keep redoing Godzilla too. It doesn't make it good. Frank went and saw that. And? What, were, what were his impressions? He didn't say anything. He just said, I saw it, which to me says it wasn't great. That, because whenever he doesn't have a comment, where, it's just, when, I saw it. When was the great Godzilla movie? Uh, I was at the you haven't watched any of your epic films yet? 
had a big old talk about epic films. You haven't you haven't jumped into any of them? The world the 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 Maybe that's not something we should talk about because that was that conversation was recorded. What? The the debate between like what makes an epic film? Because your argument was if you have to build the sets and have thousands of people and these huge spaces with these huge shots, that's and a, and a long you know epic shot long movie. That's an epic epic length, right? But something like Endgame is not epic because it's all green screen and CG. I think and- I think the way that honestly that we could probably think about this is is not don't make epic. Don't make epic be one thing. So if epic is going to be different based on the time. So if you're in the 30s, 40s, or 50s, maybe even 60s in America, and you're making an epic film, you have certain rules that you kind of follow to be epic film, all the stuff that you just said. But if you have an epic film that is in the 90s or 2000s or whatever, all of a sudden, the rules have changed because we stopped making the big, long, epic film, and we started making series of films. So then you start talking about, is the Harry Potter series epic? Is Star Wars epic? Is Lord of the Rings? Is Lord of the Rings epic? And then all of a sudden, you start getting closer to that, like, yeah. I mean, you're talking nine hours worth of movie here. Because if you put them all together. Right. Then you've got then, yeah. that epic nature. But then you start saying, okay, well, if that's an epic... Well, that's an epic series, though. 90% of the characters, 90% of the people you see in the shot are CG. Right. Okay. But it's still a big, giant, wide shot. It's still the shot. Yeah. Even, if you, even if the people in the shot, 10 of them are real. But the rest of, you know, you're still getting this epic shot. Is that, does that make it an epic movie? So I think, I think you're just going to have to define what is epic for this generation of CG. What is epic for the, for a non- Yeah, it would evolve. Yeah, it would have to change. Just depending on the time, because if, because if. Once you can use computers, everything could be epic. Right, if they had CG making Ben-Hur. All they would have used it. Right, all of that would have been CG. Right, and you would have had five people on, or two people riding actual horses. Right. And everybody else would be... Nobody would have died. And nobody would have died. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, what it, the idea, I mean, I guess I'd have to have some, some film people. Yes, I'm looking at you back to the theater. Um, some film people to try to break down what is epic and what is not epic. Um, but I, I still say that no matter how anybody tries to define it, it's always going to be based on the time. The, time. Yeah. the age of the films that are being <laughs> shot. and yeah. Because you can have an epic story, <coughs> I would think. You could have an epic story and a non-epic presentation or film. Because when you think about it, um, oh, what is that movie uh, with with 
uh, I See Dead People. Not the movie Six AI. Sense. Not that movie, AI. That's, I mean, you look at the amount of time that that movie covers. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's huge. Like 100 years? Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. You know? And I think, what, Ben Hurt covers, what, 40 years? You know, from the time this guy was born to the... To, he doesn't... Well, I won't tell you if he dies or not. But... Oh. He's not, a, he's not like, ancient. He's not, like, a loser or anything. What are you doing? What are you doing? You looking at the cheese grater? That's she came back with the cheese grater like, on her mind. That's the computer? You like the cheese grater? It's awesome! That's the computer? And the back of, and the, back of the monitor has the same design. <coughs> cheese grater. Why? I, I think it has to do with how they did the fans and airflow. Did they just go with the cheese grater thing? No, no, no. Like they it has like... to do with airflow. It actually has to do with aerodynamics. It has to do with how air flows in, <coughs> through, and out of that machine. It's not. It's not aesthetic. It's. It's. It is literally like the engineering to get done. What they need to get done for dealing with heat. Okay. Did you see the back of the monitor? Um, no, it's just showing me the. Look at the new monitor. It's awesome. So anyway. Scrolling to try to find the monitor. You got anything else for the people this week? No. That's it. That's all you got. That's all you got. Wait, go back up. The thrill is gone. That's the. That's the back. That's the stand. No, oh, I told you it wasn't. It wasn't special. I told you a thousand thousand dollars stand. <laughs> yeah, she buy them separately. Anything. The stand and the monitor. You could go to Home Depot get the parts and build one. No, 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 no. Well, of course you could, but you're not gonna get a nice, beautiful Apple stand. You could paint it white and Duh. then you'd be done. Dude, look. It's not white. It's silver. Understand. Oh my God! It doesn't matter. It's so dumb. Why would you spend a thousand dollars on that? Listen. That's the I was showing. I created a It's a pro, man. It does not matter. It's pro. I created a video for our kids' wait, wait, presentation. Wait, you did what? I created a video in, in you made a iMovie. <gasps> so I, I can stop editing these and give them no. to you guys? Oh, no. No. Mine is basic. See, I edit differently than you do. I cut so much stuff I'm, out. Mine is very basic. So I made the the, the video and I was showing some kids yesterday who hadn't, hadn't seen it because they're in the other classrooms. And one of the kids went to touch my iPad and I looked at him and I said, do you have $1,500 US dollars? And he said, no. I said, don't think about touching my iPad. He said, oh, it doesn't cost that much. And I said, yes, it does. And unless you have that money right now, don't touch my iPad. Because if you break it, you bought it, and you're buying me a new one. Because I could really do with a new iPad. What? Ever? You do not new iPad. iPad. <laughs> if he wants to break my shit, he's gonna buy me a new one. Okay, that's different. But you don't need a new iPad. No, I have the newest one in the house. Shit! If anybody needs something new, it's you, because yours is Jack. What are you talking about? I got the oldest computer. I got the oldest laptop with the oldest la iPad. And I do the most shit. And the oldest camera. And the oldest camera. You just have to keep adding up, dude. Hell, yes we do. Yeah. Shit. 
But you have all this other stuff. Which I'm still trying to figure. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to figure. What? Oldest monitor. We don't want. You have the oldest. But I have the only monitor. It's still the oldest. But I have the only. There's only one. Get off of this little curl, his little, what are those, acidic curls. I love his little curls, his little, no, so spring. Stop it. Anyway. Um, Home straight. Yeah, I'm spring. the only one that has a monitor, so I can't really be the oldest. It's the only one. It's the oldest. We have monitors on our laptops. Yeah, no, but that doesn't count. I've got the only 4K monitor. I don't care, because that so thing makes me sick. Why? Please don't do that anymore. And it's not cool. How does it make you sick? What makes you sick? Watching things on the... What are you trying to say? You're trying to say my monitor brings about your nausea? It... Your monitor induces my my motion sickness. Oh, well, that's just... Because you can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. That's true. When the truth is so big. You can't handle power, no. But I do need a new monitor. Yeah. And a new camera, because I need at least 1080p coming out of the camera. To then go to the monitor monitor that's sitting under the camera. So that's definitely a need. I've been looking at I've been looking at that 6D mark. Two or three or four, whatever it is. That's what I've been looking at. It's only 120,000 pesos. Oh. Here I was throwing a bit about spending 3,000 pesos for a damn knee brace. Yeah, that's no. That's not 120,000. That's. 150 bucks. Yeah, it's 150 bucks. 120,000. <gasps> Aaron, no. How much is it? $6,300. Yes, yeah, because that was with the lens. No. I could buy the body, I think, for 40. 40,000 pesos? That's still $2,100. Yeah, as much as a computer. Yeah. That's twice as much as you spent on that game. Yeah, I, this isn't. Look, I'm sorry, but I like my camera. I think it takes fairly good photos, but for the video type side, it's not. Oh God. And it's it's time, people. So send money. Send money. We love money. You got anything else for the people today? Now that we've vamped about camera needs. See? Even the computer agrees. Lord. We got a new mic stand. We should do a, like an equipment thing to show all the all the right new now. equipments. You really shouldn't because nobody cares. You have a huge <laughs> amount of nobody equipment. You're always nobody complaining cares. about your little camera. Yeah, but nobody cares. Oh I yeah, be, the one thing that is capturing us. I would be very, <laughs> the little thing. I would be. I would be very surprised if somebody like. Said, oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> I want to know how no, the traveling bars record their stuff. Nobody cares. No, you don't. You lying. Don't lie. You ain't gonna lie, Craig. You ain't gonna lie. It'd be nice to have a, a, a good shotgun mic. Yeah. Now that we have the stand. Honestly, the only thing I thought about was, oh, I can sing now. <laughs> I, but you can. <coughs> I know. You can record your stuff. You can, you know. We got like the little boom action happening. It's a baby boom. But it's perfect for us. It, it does exactly what you tried to do last week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this thing. I truly nigga rigged some shit. Oh. It, 
It came what, like two hours after you yes. finished yeah. recording. Yes. After you put everything away. But it, but but I had the rig going, boy. A little clamp and t- tight. Yeah. Good thing yes, I did. Have tape. I didn't need tape. No, no, it was all screwed in tight. It was just. Yeah, I know. But yet yeah, now now we're legit Amazon basics. Legit Amazon basics. Yeah, but that's and not your ready. favorite company. Your favorite is newer. You have so many newer products. Well, yeah, they do the they do the photography, cinematography stuff. It's we need newer to sponsor you because yeah, right. you have so many newer. I'm looking at this shelf right now. Newer, 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 newer. Yeah, but you know these are these are. Yes, but it's not, it's it's affordable, but it's also pretty good quality. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But they don't care about this. Somebody like, not at all. They come to see if your hair is going to look like that. I doubt that. You know what's funny? If you look at Bob, Bob's hair, it sort of looks like your hair now. Where it's... It's it's fairly taken care of down down in here, but when you get right up in there, all that new growth. It's, it's a, it's and down much, here in his kitchen is pretty like much a nest. A little mini fro. I think a bird is going to fly out at any moment. Think about it, people. No, don't think about it. Yeah. So, if you want to find the traveling fars on YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or the Google Play, and yes, I verified it. I made my own Spotify account. We are there. You can follow us. On the Spotify. I'm not going to use Spotify, so. But you should follow us anyway because we need. But I don't want But we need followers. You just said people shouldn't. Yes, but but no, but we need them. Okay. But I don't. I'm not going to use Spotify. You don't have to even turn it on, but you need to follow. I'm not going to make an account. Damn it. If you like the Twitter or the Instagram, TravelingFars. If you like email, TravelingFars at gmail.com. And the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry. I'm going to challenge you for the month of July. To upload all these goddamn videos? But but also to actually write some blog stuff. That's your job. Yeah. You are the writer. I'm not the writer. Nobody wants to hear what I got to say. You're set dressing and blog. blog. Set dressing, blog, and animated (coughs) characters to go into the logo. You're the logo maker. Yep. What's wrong? Feeling tired? Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah. Why, why do I need to write? Nobody cares about what I have to say. That's if people that's actually true. cared what I have to say, they would actually ask to hear what I have to say. Nobody asks. Aaron, you don't ever put anything out there, so how would they know if they care to hear what you have to say? That's the point! If, if they wanted to hear, they'd say, we want to hear. Aaron. Thank you, sir. What is not how the internet works? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Care. Yeah, but. I'm right, dude. You can't even act like I'm not right. When people want a thing, they say it. They let their voices be heard. They do. It's just a matter of where do they do it. Facebook and Twitter. 
two things that are very difficult to get monetized on. You can actually be monetized on Facebook. Did you know that? I did not know that. I didn't. But you can be. Apparently, it's very, very difficult to be. I know. But you can be. Twitter, I don't think you can be monetized on. And Instagram, you absolutely can't be monetized on. That's not true. You can be monetized on Instagram? Yes. Why do you think people like... No, no, how? Well, you have to have a certain number of followers, but then you start getting... Yeah, that number is over 10,000. Yeah. But then once you get that... That number of followers? We have almost 10,000. Oh, we don't? Actually, we have like 10. That's not the point. On Instagram? Don't get me started. I know the exact number. Go ahead. How many we got on Instagram then? 621. 621. Almost 10,000. So once you get to that part, <laughs> then you start getting monetized and you start getting people contacting you to do sponsorships and blah, 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 blah. What's the Yeah, the likes, the generation, all that generation. Well, basically, once you get to a certain point of people following you, then people who have a product to sell want to be on your page because then they know if you say you got 10,000 followers, 10,000 people are going to see what you post or what goes on your page. So then they, if they get, you know, what, 10 people with 10,000 followers each, that's 100,000 people they just reached. Right, like, uh... Our, That's the point. our first school in China, I still keep in contact with the owner, and he will say, hey, I need teachers, and I'll post it in groups, and he has, in 10 seconds, he's now reached maybe 100,000 people or more, depending on the groups I posted in. And he didn't have to pay a penny, and it didn't take any work. He just sends me the message, I copy and paste it, and bam. I think it should cost a penny. Nah. Or more pennies. Yeah, I think it should cost many pennies. A penny per person. Half a penny per person. Yes. If you had 100,000 people that had put their eyes on it, and you got half a penny free, that'd be 50,000. We're out of here. Bye. Peace. There he goes. Go ahead, Happy Cat. Sadness. Sadness boy. It's not the same thing. What's not the same thing? Your sadness? No. Your sadness isn't the same thing. Look at that.